Hi, and welcome to the Elevate podcast. I'm your host, Adam Harris. Uh, Today, I want to talk about this aspect of quiet quitting. Uh, So there seems to be quite a lot of uh, buzz and energy, and it's the latest, inverted commas, uh, trendy thing to say. Um, I don't actually think it's new. I think it's been something that's been... Uh, constantly around for long, long periods of time. I remember seeing um, at a Vistage event many, many years ago the aspect that um, 81% of people, and this is from a Gallup uh, chart, 81% of people are either disengaged or actively disengaged. So the concept around this is, is that they're just basically doing the, the minimum. Um they're not necessarily fully engaged. And actually just going on to uh, Gallup uh, this morning, uh, gallup.com, uh, only 15% of employees worldwide uh, fall into the engaged category. So 85% of people are not fully uh, engaged or even actively engaged. So I think there's a uh, kind of stats are there. And obviously, you know, we, we, we could take stats with kind of a pinch of uh, salt. Um, what does that mean for you uh, listening. So I think first of all, if you're an employee, remember you need to ask yourself the question, am I happy in the work that I'm doing? What's expected of me, et cetera? Or am I not? And if you're not, whose responsibility is that? And I think often there's so much uh, energy and effort put onto the employers within organization that they're the ones that should be uh, making the changes. But actually part of it stops with, uh, with the employee um, I'm actually coaching a guy at the moment, actually, uh, who isn't happy. So there's changes going on uh, and he's speaking up and he's saying, look, you know, I'm not necessarily happy with the way that the business is going and the organization is moving uh, forward. Um, let's work together to find and try uh, a solution that's going to uh, that's going to work for all parties. And actually, sometimes somebody exiting the business is actually the best thing that's going to uh, that can happen. So. Where and what is it that uh, that you're doing um, to uh, make the changes that need to be done? I think the other aspect then is is if you're an employer, um, I think churn rate within the organisation is obviously very very clear. Uh, are people leaving on time? Are they doing the things that they need to uh, to do, etc.? Um, so uh, yeah, I think there's been a, a huge aspect recently of uh uh post covid of uh change in expectations change in roles and i i wonder if for a lot of organizations actually if they have um had the opportunity to just kind of reevaluate people's individual situations circumstances and uh accountability roles and responsibilities uh, so maybe there's an opportunity within your organization to take a, a step back and actually kind of look and kind of go okay how where and what are we uh, doing um, that actually needs to, to give us the chance to kind of recalibrate um, interestingly there's a number of tools that sit within kind of the uh, the EOS uh, platform um, which you can kind of use um and help you get the clarity that you need. So I think the first thing for me is a, is around kind of the accountability chart. So what are the roles um, that the organization needs? So it's really important here that actually what we do is, is that we create the roles first and then we assign the individuals to the roles uh, afterwards. 
Um, so like I say, with everything that's kind of gone on in recent times and maybe the uh, rechange and calibration of where the organization is heading, it might be the case that actually there needs to be some work on understanding uh, who are the who are the people that we've got, but actually more importantly, what are the roles that we need uh, to move forward? Uh, and actually, there's a great opportunity to um, co-create this. So sitting down with the individuals and kind of going, okay, so, you know, in your current role, what do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? Um, and actually, that can help define uh, kind of things moving um, moving forward. Um, I think there's also uh, the aspect, uh, and one of my favorite tools from kind of EOS is the uh, uh, get it, want it, uh, capacity GWC. So if we look at the individuals, you know, really sitting down with them and helping them understand, okay, and going, look, you know, let's talk about the role that you're doing. Uh, do you get it? So when we talk about get it, it's this aspect of like really um, fired up um, uh, energy, knows exactly what is expected to, to of them on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually basis. So there's real clarity and an understanding of what the role is. Uh, want it. Uh, get, you know, somebody literally is jumping out of bed uh, in the morning because they're so excited to go to work to make the difference that they know that they can make in line with uh, the value exchange that they're able to offer. And then the capacity, have they got the the time uh, and also the mental uh, stimulus and skills that are needed to be able to kind of deliver on the on the role. Um, I've observed on a number of occasions kind of sitting around the room as we kind of go and we discuss uh, the individuals and you kind of go, okay, uh, let's take Dave and he's sitting in this seat here. Does he get it? Does he want it? Has he got the capacity? And kind of, you know, the mixed feelings and then go, okay, cool. So wherever we're at, uh who now is responsible on moving forward? Well, the individual is, but also the leadership team. Um, it's it's our or your responsibility to ensure that we create the right space and environment. And if things aren't working, um, how do we make them work? So I, I do wonder this whole aspect of quiet quitting, um, how much of it can actually be solved by just having some more open, honest, and frank and fearless conversations? Because if we're able to do so, uh, that will allow us to get individuals more aligned to the things that they want and the value that they can deliver for the organization. Or if not, actually, one of the things is that they may well need to leave the organization. And that probably is as important. Um, you know, I've often said to to leaders over the years is that if you're holding on to somebody and they're not the right fit for the organization, you're not doing them or your organization any favors because you're denying them the opportunity to find the role that they need and want and is going to excite them. Um, so, you know, have those conversations is really, really clear. Clear communication, I think, is also um, incredibly important, um, both up and down into the organisation. So um, when, when, I, when I see individuals working within organisations and there's levels of frustration and there's a lack of clarity, um, I work on a... Um, uh, a phrase called clarity creates confidence. So when there's levels of uncertainty, when there's um, positions where people are not sure whether they are fulfilling them as well as they could be, is that they creates a level of uncertainty um, as human beings kind of going all the way back is that we need that safety. So how do we get safety? Um, well, 
the organization and the leaders is the responsibility to create that safety, but also the employee needs to put their hand up and go, I'm not sure about this. Um, what's working, what's not working. Um, so what, what's the flow of communication like within your organization uh, on a scale of one to 10? Is it working? Is it not working? Um, you know, what can you do to ensure that you get the clarity that you need or what's the, what is it that you can do to give the clarity uh, that you need to do. Um, I often find that when people have got ownership and responsibility, so what what is it that people are accountable for? Because if people own something that's adding value to the bigger purpose of the organisation, then they feel as if they're part of something. You know, uh, we we often read and hear and watch things around. You know, the the best companies to work with or for. What is it that they have that you don't? And actually, sometimes it's a, a clear vision. You know, there's a clear uh, end game. There's a clear destination as to where the organization is heading. Uh, and people uh, buy into that or they buy very much into the leader or the leaders within the organization and they want to follow. They want to be part of something that's bigger and better. It's not just about, um, you know, earning money. You know, I do a lot of work with B corporations um, and you can see and feel as soon as you walk into the organizations, the, the shift in energy, how different it is because they're there for a common purpose. They're there to achieve something bigger and better that's going to add value, uh, not just to the bottom line. Um, the aspects of, uh, of um, B Corps is, um, you know, profit, people, planet, and purpose. So, what what is it that you as an organization or even as an individual are doing for uh, your fellow peers the people within the organization what is it that you're doing for the planet are you looking to constantly uh, do better oh, and what's your overall purpose you know why why as simon cynic uh, simon cynic says is why do you exist what's the purpose of the organization and if it's just shareholder return um, you're gonna, you're potentially gonna be missing out, and the quiet quitting is is that people are just there to go to work, get their money, do their job, and not do anything more. When you kind of create uh, the right environment, the right energy, um, you, you kind of almost create a tribe, and it's not necessarily just a tribe of uh, employees. Actually, the other stakeholders, the customers, the suppliers, etc., they really buy into what it is that you're uh, kind of looking to achieve. Um, when was the last time that you had any level of employee engagement um, within the organization? Are you asking the right questions to find out what's going on, what's not going on? Um, you know, getting that feedback, I think, is really uh, incredibly um, important. Um, you know, one, one aspect that does often come up is... Um, the aspect of having a caring manager, um, the Gallup 12 uh, customer survey talks to, uh, not customer, employee survey. One of the questions in there is, do you have a best friend at work? So, you know, looking at the people that are there, are they coming to do a job or are they coming to be part of a community? Uh, and part of that actually is around having a caring manager, somebody who is looking out for you, uh, wants to know about what's going on within your life, not necessarily just about are you doing your job. So 
Um, that's something to consider. And then the other aspect is actually a, de- a development. Um, people need to understand where they're heading, yes, within the organization, but second of all, from their own perspective. Um, you know, employees need more than a fleeting, warm, fuzzy feeling uh, and a good pay packet. Um, they need to know that they're being invested in and the company is investing in them, but also the future uh, of other people. Um, I, I think probably what's happened is the quiet quitting movement has uh, has moved the needle on a number of different things. So it used to be people used to be looking to take a pay packet. Uh, now they're looking at it and going, okay, what's the purpose? Uh, my purpose, but also the organization purpose i think previously there was an aspect of um you know uh satisfaction you know am i going to work am i satisfied but actually now it's moved towards being more developmental you know how am i growing how am i learning how am i being challenged um previously i think it was the boss and now actually there's more of a a coaching and consultative uh approach um you know, the aspect of, uh, you know, um, an annual review, I think now it's very much more of a consistent, constant communications ongoing. Um, you know, and I think we need to move away from the things that people don't do right and actually move towards uh, people's strengths. Um, and then the last thing is actually, you know, for a lot of people, um it was just a job, but actually now their work is actually around their life. You know, one of the things we talk about within EOS is about the EOS life. Um, you know, and there's a number of different things that sit within that. Do what you love with people that you love, um, making a huge difference, being compensated accordingly, and have time for other pursuits. So there's now a real shift to making people uh, aware of what it is that they want from a holistic viewpoint. It's not just about going to work, getting paid, going home. You know, um, don't get me started on the aspect of kind of work-life balance because actually it's just life. Work is a part of life and there's other uh, aspects and, you know, more and more the things are uh, intertwined. So just having a little bit more of a, of a wider perspective, um, you know, uh, I think it's important. Um, it's not just an HR thing anymore. This is actually far wider. It's more important than that. Um, it's it's really, really key uh, that we know and understand, um, you know, what's going on. If you've never had a look at the Gallup 12, um, definitely worthwhile uh, looking at, you know. Um, you know, I'll just quickly go through them because I think that they're important. And, you know, the first one is, I know what is expected of me at work. Um, you know, again, goes back to that aspect of the accountability chart, which we talk about within EOS. Uh, how, is the individual, but also colleagues, really aware and have got clarity? Uh, the second one is, have I the materials and equipment I need to do my work right? Okay, so this is not just necessarily uh, hardware from an IT perspective. It's, you know, do I know my reporting lines? Um, you know, have I got the the training? Have I got the, the skills? Maybe one of the things you need to look at within your organization is do we need to just do a, a kind of an audit um, of where people are at compared to what the expectations are? 
you know, the amount of times that I've seen people just thrown into a situation or an environment where it's like, okay, cool, first day, off you go. It's like, hang on a second. Um, I don't know where or what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, the third one is uh, at work, I have the opportunity to do what I do best every day. Um, so, you know, really, really clear about making sure uh, that you um, – that you go, the individuals are going to work and they're excited. You know, that kind of aspect turn of GWC. And the fourth one, in the last seven days, I've received recognition or praise for doing good work. So as you're listening to this, uh, if you're an employee, have you had the recognition? Uh, if you're an employer, have you just gone up to somebody and just, you know, um, uh, formally or informally just given some feedback? Um Number five, my supervisor or someone at work seems to care about me as a person. You know, that that aspect of identity and feeling wanted and feeling part of a team, um, you know, really, really core from a, a basic human perspective, but from an employee perspective, really, really key. Uh, number six, there is someone at work who encourages my development. Again, what's the career paths? Uh, what's the attitude to kind of training and development within the organization? At work, my opinions seem to count. So if you want growth from people is that actually they've got to feel as if they've got the permission and they've got the conditions for success that allows them to uh, put their hand up and go, hey, hang on a second, we could do this a little bit differently. Um, number eight, the mission or purpose of my company makes me feel my job is important. You know, we've spoken about that already uh, earlier on. Um, number nine, my associates or fellow employees are committed to doing quality work. Again, the ac accountability chart from an EOS perspective really helps with this to give the clarity and understanding where people sit, what they're doing, but actually what, why, where their work is um, and going from there. Uh, number 10, I have a best friend at work. Uh, you know, <laughs> ensuring that the culture means that you've, you've got people that are engaged and have relationships they're not just coming for to do an activity they're actually coming uh, to be social um, and they're coming to uh, interact um number 11 in the last six months someone at work has talked to me about my progress again just have that awareness for you um is that something that's working or not working uh and number 12 the, the, this last year i have had opportunities at work to learn and grow so people generally uh, want to be in a better position that, that, than they are now. Um, obviously, that's got to fit in line with uh, what's needed for the organisation. Um, but, yeah, definitely worthwhile having a look at further at the Gallup 12 um, if you want to find out any more information. Um, this is a subject that I could go on and on about. Um, I suppose, in summary, have a think about it from your perspective, you know, uh, only 15% of people are actively engaged. If you're an employee, what do you need to do or what does the organization need to do for you to feel more engaged? Um, if you're an employer, again, what is it that you might need to do slightly differently than you are doing now? And it might just start with just one simple conversation. Uh, I'm Adam Harris. This is the Elevate podcast. Uh, till next time, bye for now.